You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hey, everybody, it's Jack Barksdale here. Welcome to another episode of Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. Today, I'm here with Grace Morrison. And she has just released a new album, a 12-song album, produced by Lloyd Maines, called Daughter. And it's super good. Yeah, so how did... Well, first of all, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm just so thrilled to be hanging out with you. Yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, of course. Uh, so I'll just I'll just get right into it. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. My first question is, it's always interesting to hear when different people got into music. So when did you kind of start singing or you know, getting into music? Sure. So I always tell people that I have one skill in life and that's music. Like I broke my leg walking, like basic human skills are not my thing, (laughs) (laughs) but I was a super shy little kid. So like, I remember being five and six and hiding behind my mother, but like putting her shirt over my head because I was so nervous around other people. And you know, I like my parents tried to sign me up for soccer and I was all about soccer until I realized that meant I had to hang out with other kids because just I it was I was so overwhelmed by other people. And so that's when they signed me up for piano lessons, which worked for me because it's just me and a little old lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so it was super comfortable. Um, so that's when I kind of started training. But when I think about it, like I just always sang. It wasn't something I ever thought about or chose to do. I just have always done it, you know. Yeah, I feel like for a lot of musicians and singers, they were just always very interested in music. Yeah, was it that way for you? Like, it, I just, mm-hmm. it's just what I do. Yeah, yeah, and, like, I got guitar lessons, but I would always just sing along to songs and stuff. And yeah, was, I think yeah. it's so important. Do you have a very musical family? I don't. So, neither no. do I. Yeah. <laughs> neither do I, but they're all music appreciators. Yes, yeah, mine too. Like, my mom really liked a lot of songwriters, like, Texas songwriters. But then my dad liked a lot of, like, uh, like 90s grunge and stuff like that. So I kind of got a little bit of a little bit of everything. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's, that's fabulous. And, that, like, I think those work together. Like, 90s music is my favorite. <laughs> hmm. You know, especially, like, songwriters of the 90s, 90s grunge. Like, it's just, the 90s is my thing. Yeah, I seem to like a lot of 70s songwriters. Who's your favorite? I mean, probably my biggest is Towns Van Zandt. Okay. I, see, I'm, you might know more about 70s music than me. Throwing it out there. My my favorite of all time is John Fogarty. I love John Fogarty, too. (laughs) We can get more into that. I'm sorry, I'm totally derailing oh, yeah. questions. But. <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. And uh, I can really hear all the different influences in your music. I appreciate that. It's just kind of a lot packed into packed into one song or uh, whatever <laughs> song you're listening to. It's, it's really cool. Thank you. I, I really try when I'm writing. I feel like each song winds up being this individual thing. And that's why I've always had a hard time narrowing down my genre, you know, like trying to put a label on it. Because I feel like each song that I have is just its own world. Yeah. And for me, I guess I'm kind of still experimenting with a lot of different genres. And so I just write all these 
drastically different songs. That and, keeps it uh, interesting. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun just to write whatever you want, not have to think too much, just have fun with it, I guess. Totally, totally. Because at the end of the day, like, it's playing, right? Just like playing with sound mm-hmm. and feeling free to experiment with it. Like, that's that's the fun. So once again, you have a new album out. I do. And uh, so I've heard that this album wasn't exact. It's kind of, there have been a few phases. <laughs> How did this album come together? Yeah, so I had been used to having these backing bands. And then when the pandemic hit and I had to live stream by myself, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have any songs that I wrote for me to be solo. It was really, I, was, I had this panic moment because... All the songs I had, like when I wrote them, I imagined a solo here or a violin part here. Mm-hmm. And it was panic. And I thought, I have to write some songs that I can do by myself. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where the writing began. And just prior to that, I had written with Lori McKenna. I heard about that. <laughs> that's and awesome. It, was, it just like flipped a switch in my brain because she's such a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. So I tried to start writing songs that I felt comfortable playing by myself that weren't written around other folks and which told stories. Mm-hmm. And I had like, I think I started with like 30 songs and I made this playlist of demos and I had like a group of people that were voting on their favorites, which I narrowed down to 15 and then I sent it to my publicist and she said, uh, you do know you're not Taylor Swift, right? We gotta <laughs> trim, this, <laughs> trim this back a little bit. So that, that's how it wound up as, as 12. Uh-huh. <laughs> There was even a point, though, at the beginning, I think you might have been referring to, where I was, I called my producer and I was like, let's make a really stripped down five song EP. Mm-hmm. And it's not what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it was produced by Lloyd Maines, right? So John Evans produced it, but Lloyd played on oh. every track. Ah. Yeah. And, that makes more um, sense. Yeah. And it was pretty, like, breathtaking to have Lloyd Maines playing on it. Uh-huh. I don't know how um I think your dad's really involved in in your career. My my dad was really involved in my career when I was a teenager. And he tried so hard. My dad used to say to me, "You got to you got to play the blues or country. You got to get them toes tapping." And it drove me insane. Jack, like I didn't want to listen to my dad. It just cuz I was a teenager and he was wrong to me. But I remember this moment when he played me or he gave me a Chicks album. Mm-hmm. And then I read the credits. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Natalie Maine's dad is playing on her record. That, that's, mm-hmm. Isn't that sweet? And so, you know, and my dad and I kind of reveled over that together. And my dad passed away a few years ago, but I think he would be like over the moon to know that Lloyd Maine's played on my record. Uh-huh. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it was a pretty cool moment for me. Mm-hmm. It's also really cool that John Evans produced that. That's pretty awesome. John Evans is amazing. So he, he is. are you are you familiar with Tori Amos? She's the nineties piano player, singer songwriter. Okay. And she she's the first singer songwriter that I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be like her. And she was my first concert. And I remember sitting there thinking, someday I'm gonna play with one of those people. And John Evans was on the stage that day. <laughs> <laughs> and he lives right down the street from me, so it's just kind of cool to have him. Full circle moment. Yeah. Do you live in Nashville? I live in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Oh. <laughs> I've never been to Nashville. Hmm. <laughs> I've been thwarted every time I've tried. 
The first time I was supposed to go down, I was a finalist in a competition and we had a blizzard and all the airports shut down so I couldn't go. <laughs> I was supposed to go again this year and my showcases got shut down because of COVID. Mm -hmm. and every time I've tried, man. That's crazy. And now, uh, yeah. And uh, so, like you said earlier, you uh, you wrote the song that's on the album with uh, Lori McKenna. What was that like? Amazing. <laughs> um, okay, so I don't know if you've ever had one of those experiences where you meet a hero of yours, and the whole time in your head you're just thinking to yourself, play it cool, play it cool, don't get too excited. That's what it was like for me. <laughs> like I went, I was eight months pregnant. I don't think you can relate to that, but I showed up at her house. I was eight months pregnant. Like in my head, I'm just thinking, you know, just calm down, Grace, calm down. She's a mom too. It's all good. Um, but she's just such a cool down to earth person, much like her music. Mm -hmm. She, you know, she just made you feel comfortable right away. Hmm, that's awesome. Yeah, she's a fabulous person. So kind of like we were saying earlier, you have a lot of different influences. Uh, and what are some of your biggest uh, influences and inspirations in your music? John Fogarty, 100%. He, he's, I think it was in his autobiography. He talked about, are you familiar with Stephen Foster? He's I've heard a, that name before. He's, a, he's a, an American songwriter from the late 1800s. Hmm. And he wrote songs like Beautiful Dreamer, he, all these things that we just call classic American standards. And John Fogarty said he had a Stephen Foster record, and, and he was trying to write music like that. Like, he was trying to write music that really sounded like America. And, that makes sense. And you can hear it. makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and, and even down to, like, the way that he writes his guitar parts. Like, he wants them to be kind of like these iconic little image pieces and images of America, and he did that. Like, you yeah. listen to John Fogarty music, you're like, that is, that's American. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like every piece of those songs are so iconic. Mm -hmm. You know, like, how many movies has Fortunate Son been in? It's just like, yeah, oh, so good. <laughs> that's crazy. He's the man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, are there any more contemporary artists that uh, have really <laughs> caught your eye? Um, Just because usually most of my influences and inspirations are a lot of older artists that uh, you know aren't around anymore or um, maybe have retired. So I've really found a lot of really cool recent artists lately. I would take your tips on that because I'm in the same boat as you. I listen to a lot of my family's old records. You know, I love Janis Joplin and Patsy Cline. Those were a lot of my earliest influences. Mm -hmm. um, I just chuckled when you said more contemporary because every time I go to listen to music, I'm like, well, John Fogarty, that's yeah. Domino. <laughs> um, I really, this is a little on the nose, but I love Taylor Swift. I love her two new records. I think they're just, she just created a really cool and distinct soundscape in both of them. Um, Lori McKenna obviously has just such a way with words and, and can just take the every day and make it like, ah, oh. um, I'm a big Casey Musgraves fan. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love her. Um, I'm trying to, you know, I keep naming all these women and I'm trying to think if there are any, any contemporary male artists that I'm super moved by and I'm drawing a blank, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. I know there are some. Yeah. Yeah. It'll uh, come to me. If you ask me another question, I'm sure it'll pop into yeah. my head. <laughs> yeah, but I've definitely kind of been trying to find some newer artists that I've really liked lately. Yeah, I, I often try to, like, go down the rabbit hole and, and find find new new artists. But do you ever find, like, when you want to listen to music, it's always just so... You just go back to the old favorites. You know, it's yeah. hard to... It can be kind of hard to find find new new music. I don't know why that is. Uh huh. It's like every time I I go to like a, I don't know like Spotify or something, and I was gonna look something up. I just end up listening to Leonard Cohen. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. Absolutely. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm like I want to find something new that's like Laurie McKenna. Nope. I'll just listen to her. Yeah. <laughs> so you've worked with a lot of really really uh, cool artists. Is there one person that you've worked with that just kind of stands out that you really uh, is just crazy to you that you got to do that? So, yes. Um, and maybe you'll know these people because what's crazy to me, Jack, is that at the time that I worked with these people, I did not know who they were. Hmm. So when I was 17, I, I graduated from high school and then I didn't go to college right away. I went on tour and I was on tour with Joey Mulland, who is the lead guitarist for Badfinger. Oh, wow. You know Badfinger? I do. Um, and Greg Douglas, who played with Steve Miller Band, and he wrote Jungle Love for them. That's and so cool. Carmine Apice, who wrote, do you, know, do you know Carmine Apice? He wrote a song for Rod Stewart. Sure okay. Um, and he also was in Vanilla Fudge, I think. And Eddie Money, I sang back up for Eddie oh, Money. Wow. But I truly did not know who these people were. I was just like, oh, it's a bunch of older guys. Cool. Like, I didn't understand how cool it was to be working with them. And so I just, like, if I had it to do over, I think I would be in awe. Yeah. Because <laughs> we went, have you ever seen the movie Spinal Tap? Uh, I have not, but I've seen a few clips here and there. So you, you know the premise of it. It's yes. like this mockumentary and their tour yeah. goes wrong. That was our tour. So I had this really, like, all these really iconic historical musicians. We had this crazy experience, like Spinal Tap. And, you know, it was so long ago. But it's just, it, it's so cool to think about. Yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, they, they were really cool guys. Mm -hmm. And so you've worked with a lot of really cool people. But are there some people that you'd really just love to work with? Or like a, a dream show, like if you wanted to play with someone or play at a venue, anything like that? I mean, my home stadium would be amazing. Um, it's, you know, people say they're going to play in Boston, but what they really mean is Man Mansfield, Massachusetts. And it's the place I saw my first concert. And so I think to be able to be on the stage where I saw my first concert would be the dream. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think, you know, thinking about career goals, I would just love to write I would love to write with Lori again. I would I would love to get in writer's rooms with so many of those those Nashville writers. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's super cool. And, yeah, I'd love to ask you um, a few more questions. So one question I have, I always like to hear different people's answers. What advice do you have for musicians that are just kind of starting out? Just play. You know, <laughs> we, we, we talked earlier about how, you know, music is play. Mm -hmm. And I think for a really long time, I didn't think of it that way. 
you know, my dad kept trying to get me to be all these things that I wasn't. He's like, you know, with that whole be a blues singer thing. And I tried so hard to fit myself into that. And I think that because I was trying to make myself be what other people thought I should, it took me a really long time to find my own voice. Mm-hmm. And so I just wish if I could go back to do it over that I could get rid of everyone else's voices and just play music and see what came to me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So that, that's my number one advice to anybody just starting out is just, just play and find your voice and don't worry about being something else. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about something like that lately where uh, I was in the studio and I was talking to some of the musicians and uh, we were talking about some kind of story. And then I was just, it's so crazy that what we do is called playing. <laughs> and sometimes you forget that. But it's it really is, once you remember that, it just becomes so much more fun. Oh, 100%. And it gives you freedom. Mm-hmm. Right? Like when you're when you're a little kid and you're playing with Legos, you're not worried about like building a structure. You're just seeing what you can do with it. And and that's, you know, ideally that's what music is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for talking with me. This was super fun. And, oh, gosh, uh, thank you. Yeah. So once again, this is Grace Morrison. I'm Jack Barksdale. She has a new album out called Daughter. It's really good. Yeah, you're listening to Jack Barksdale's Revival. Hope to see you again soon. Bye.